Welcome to Just One More Story, a weekly podcast featuring unique and interesting stories that are inspired by true and personal events. Some are thinking, why should I listen to this podcast? Well, to be perfectly honest, who better to tell a story than the person that wrote it? And in this case, that writer is me, your host, George Walters. With that, let's get started. Hi folks, thanks for listening today. The story you're going to hear today relates to some sweet things that I encountered throughout my life. No, it's not what you're thinking. Actually, it is all about taste. More so, it's about them sugar-filled conglomerates that maybe most shouldn't eat. But hey, we all have our weaknesses, right? Anyways, I have written many stories about candies, food, and things, mostly because I like them. And if you really like something, you feel more at home discussing them. You could say it's downright therapeutic, or in layman's words, it produces a beneficial effect on the body or mind. Huh. And who says I don't have a way with words? But enough about definitions, as most aren't interested in them anyways. Which brings me up to the story I'm going to tell you today. I hope you enjoy gum. There is one item that over the years has been enjoyment for many, but has also caused a bit of grief too. What would that be? It's called gum. The not so good part I will get out of the way. Sugar. Too much, bad things happen to our bodies. Do I need to say more? I don't think so. But on the other side of the coin, for me growing up, gum was everything. There wasn't a day that went by that I wasn't chewing on a piece or two, enjoying its taste. Not to forget the aroma it gave off, especially when just opened. To touch a bit on the history of gum, my old dad many years ago told me that gum chewing went back to the 1800s. The natives back then used to chew spruce resin, which was not only a good chew, but it was also found to ward off colds, flus, and a great many other ailments one might have to endure from time to time. In 1870, there used to be a gum called Adam's Blackjack, which tasted like licorice, which was said to be very tasty, as well as being good for you. Actually, there's a plant out there that a friend of mine showed me one time, which tasted exactly like it. I'm going to have to ask him more about it the next time I see him. In 1882, boy, that goes back a ways, Dr. Edmund Beeman made a gum that and added pepsin powder to it, which acted as a digestive aid. He added one grain of pepsin per stick, which was said to comfort a person with an upset stomach. Today, pepsin is used in the treatment of certain stomach issues, but it kind of makes you think that even back then we had some pretty smart fellows. I would sure have liked to talk to them about things. Anyways, moving along, I have tried many kinds of gum throughout my day, a couple of my favorites were Wrigley Spearmint and Juicy Fruit. I just couldn't get enough of them. It seemed the taste would last for days. Some ask, does the people that make gum make it so that it loses its flavor just to make sure you keep buying gum? Well, today I'm not so sure. But back when, I suspect the things were mostly on the up and up, mainly because we didn't know about all these new chemicals of the days that they say is supposed to be good for us. I'll leave it at that. Then came beech nut, with my favorite being beech nut fruit straight. It was a mixture of different fruits. I don't rightly know if the fruit was real, but just thinking about them makes me drool a bit. Later came chiclets. Chiclets was the first candy-coated gum, 
and right from its beginning it was a hit with all the young ones. Today one would be hard-pressed to find it anymore. Thinking about that, I am not sure what the reasoning was, taking it off the shelves, as it sure covered every aspect in the taste department. And for us older folks, speaking for myself, of course, as I wouldn't want to offend anyone, it was great for us that had dentures, as it didn't stick and cause problems like most other gums. Then came the tooth problems, and a druggist, Franklin V. Canning, in 1899, came up with a gum called dentine, was supposed to cut down on cavities, along with tasting good. I'm not sure why, I just never got to liking it. Something inside me seemed to tell me that I shouldn't be chewing it. So, being a fellow who follows his instincts, I never did. On the topic of cavities, I should mention that later on these so-called specialists came up with a way of taking out the sugar and replacing it with uh, asparagine and all kinds of other man-made sweeteners. I never could get that word right. You try saying it. See, it's not that easy, is it? However, I believe back then and today that it was the worst thing they could have done. If asked what to do about it, I would say if you enjoy gum, stick to the ones with regular sugar. Although, they're getting harder to find nowadays. But if you do find them, moderation is a the key. Then came good old gumballs. For a while there, no matter where you looked, every young one walking down the street looked like kind of like a chipmunk with a huge bulge on one side of their cheek wearing a big grin on their face. Seeing this, some smart feller brought into being the gumball machine, which gave up one of its treasures for one penny. I have to admit, speaking for myself, that just looking at all the colors in that machine, which usually sat in front of a store, was enough to make any adolescent pester their parents to no end till they got one. I like that word, adolescent. Then history was made. Bubblegum. It came with a free whistle, if I remember correctly, and it was a hit at every dance and every party that I went to. Actually, I couldn't go anywhere without seeing someone trying to see how large a bubble they could create. Some were so large it was scary. If I asked who I thought chewed the most gum, I would have to say it was the baseball players. And I have often wondered why. The only thing I can come up with is that most all baseball players that chew gum must have been descendants of those that enjoy chewing tobacco. Another thing that comes to mind a while on the subject of chewing is that I have never seen anyone that can make chewing gum look so enticing as a ball player. Something like Matlock when he gets to eat a hot dog. You don't know who Matlock is? Hmm. Well, I guess I am showing my age a wee bit. But he was a great actor, made a lot of movies and TV shows. Anyhow, I also found that chewing gum can become quite addicting, as there was many times being around a person enjoying a chew that I've had an uncontrollable urge to go out and buy some. I'm not sure what it is, be it mystical, mind-related, I don't know, but it's something, and it's very powerful. Now comes those that can't chew gum. These folks shouldn't even think of chewing. Their facial expressions, uh, the way their eyes bulge out, their mouth open while chewing, showing off, well, things that no one should be exposed to. No, these folks should forget about chewing gum, at least from my perspective. They are similar to some that think they look good in spandex or sweatpants, 
when they really, really don't. And now don't get me wrong, there are those that can wear these so-called material possessions that actually look good on them. But if I was asked, I would have to say it as one fashion that we could have done without. Thinking back a bit more, I can remember there were times that even a penny was hard to come by. But when I did get that penny, gum was my first choice in the treat department, other than a candy stick. You know, I could make a piece of gum last a good month if need be. At night when I went to bed, I would take it out of my mouth and carefully put it back in its shiny silver paper it came with. Then in the morning, back into the mouth it would go. Sometimes, I didn't even find it necessary to, to take it out while brushing my teeth. The toothpaste kind of renewed its flavor. Today, I have gotten away from chewing gum, mostly because they no longer use natural ingredients. I find it hard to enjoy a piece of gum not really knowing what it is going to do to my insides. But even with knowing that, the fond memories of gum chewing are never forgotten. Finally, I will leave you leave you with this to chew on. I remember one time, Benny, my best friend, and I were at a drive-in theater with a couple gals. But halfway through the show, the girls insisted that Benny and I go get some treats. We didn't hesitate, as actually wanted to get away for a bit. It's a guy thing. I can't figure, I, can spe I can't speak for the female species, but I suspect their thinking would be along the same line as ours. Anyways, we left them alone and went to get the sodas and things. On the way back, we came up behind the car, and before getting in, we overheard the girls giggling away. I stopped Benny, and we listened in on their conversation. What we heard was one girl saying to the other, You know, I have found that guys to me are like bubblegum, sweet in the beginning but dull at the end. Benny, he looked at me and whispered, Are they talking about us? Nah, I said. They're talking about some other guys that took them to the drive-in. Heck, there isn't two nicer fellows than us. That's it for today, folks. But before I go, I would like to mention that all my stories are also available in books. We have seven books to choose from, and each book has over 50 short stories. The titles of the books are One More Story, Moments in Time, Paths We Choose, Times Changing, Keep Turning Pages, Join Me in the Garden, and Nature's Gateway to Health. All of our books are available on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com, in ebooks or paperback. If you would like more information regarding my books or podcasts, you can email me at any time at stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll say that one more time, stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll get back to you. You can also listen to my podcasts on Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, CastBox, The Walters Post, and Google Home. Just say, hey Google, play Just One More Story by George Walters. And if you enjoy my podcast, share them with others or tell a friend. In doing so, it will help me make more podcasts for all to enjoy. And finally, I would like to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to tune in every Friday for a new episode of just one more story by George Walters.